Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their website. Week six, ball, great games. Let's get right to it. Enough of me, more of the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Ryan Soule. Full slate of games here on this Friday night in Indiana. We'll kick things off in 6A, number two, Ben Davis, all over Lawrence North, 62-14. to Remaining in 6A, number 21, Homestead defeats Fort Wayne Snyder by a field goal, 23-20. to Number 12, Penn with a win on the road at Mishawaka Marion, 41-13. Carmel all over North Central by three scores, 27-6. to Number six, Hamilton Southeastern gets a big road win over Zionsville, 34-24. Number one, Center Grove, 31-7 winners over LC. Valparaiso leads Crown Point. That one a late kick, 7-0 at the break. Lafayette Jeff all over Harrison, 40-0. Fort Wayne Bishop Dwanger over Fort Wayne Northrop, 42-14. South Bend St. Joe's falls to Elkhart, 26 to 17. Number nine, Carroll, 17 10 winners over Fort Wayne Wayne. Brownsburg in the HCC all over Westfield, 37 to 7. Greenwood gets the upset by a field goal over 22nd ranked Perry Meridian, 44 to 41. Jeffersonville falls to Silver Creek, 42 to 28. Down in class 5A this evening, number 16, Whiteland defeats Martinsville, 34 to 23. Number one, Fort Wayne Snyder falls to Homestead, 23 to 20. Late in the fourth quarter, over at Castle, the 13th-ranked Castle High School trails Evanville Wrights 31-17. Later on down the list, 19 Concord, 42-0 winners over Goshen. Mooresville falls in a tight one with 14th-ranked Franklin Community, 29-26. Plainfield Indicator Central, the Hawks get a big victory by a field goal, 26-23. Seymour wins easily 34-14 over Brownstown Central. Other scores, New Haven over Columbia City 21-7. New Pal 21-14 winners over Greenfield Central. South Putnam over West Vigo 63-0. South Vermilion almost pitches a shutout 49-7. They take it over Riverton Park. Sullivan 27-7 winners over Owen Valley. And Triton 27-16 winners over Pioneer. Looking ahead on the gridiron this weekend, one game in the state tonight. That's the Wisconsin Badgers and Purdue Boilermakers. The Boilermakers had the ball once again in the fourth quarter. However, they turned it back over on downs to Wisconsin. Two-touchdown lead for the Badgers as they approach six minutes remaining in that one. The showdown of the weekend, sixth-ranked Ohio State goes into Notre Dame in South Bend to take on the Irish tomorrow night. Marcus Freeman 
on what he expects the atmosphere to be like. Obviously, we have a great opponent coming in. Um, we're excited about you know the chance to go against a, a, a top-tier opponent for sure. And, um, and we're excited about just the atmosphere, the, the experience that's going to be here with college game day and, and the Pat McAfee show and, and you know, NBC. And, you know, we get to finally wear the green uniforms. So I, they talked me into wearing a green jacket today. We expect to see a lot of green in that stadium. I think it's going to be a, a really cool opportunity, a great opportunity on Saturday night to, you know, play a great opponent, Notre Dame Stadium. Also on Saturday night, IU concludes its non-conference slate as Akron visits Memorial Stadium. That one kicks off at 7.30 tomorrow. And on Sunday, the finale, Anthony Richardson has been ruled out. However, Gardner Minshew says he's ready to lead the team as the backup. Uh, I mean, I think you just have to build on their trust. You know what I'm saying? They have to know that you're ready, that you're dialed in, that you haven't been just sitting over there messing around on the scout team, that you know the plan. I think if you do that, you show you're prepared and ready. The guys will follow. No easy task on the other side for the defense. Shaq Leonard will be in uniform and play. He talks about defending Lamar Jackson. That's a big challenge. Um, you know, he's a dynamic player, um, great football player, um, very skilled, very skilled guy. Um, he can beat you, you know, throwing the ball, running the ball. He got some weapons over there. So um, it's definitely going to be a challenge, but we're looking forward to it. Colts and Ravens on Sunday at 1 o'clock from Baltimore. More scores throughout the night. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Ryan Soul. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight. Whiteland beats Martinsville 34-23. It's a pretty good game. Two really good teams. Darren Fisher from Whiteland joins me. Coach, congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Thank you very much, Bob. It was great to get back on track. Yeah, you guys have – look, it's a long year, and you play good teams. And you're – conference as we know is very good and so um yeah it's 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 hard to win i don't have to tell you that i have to tell your kids that it's hard to win especially in the league you play in yeah you know we we are i mean you know everybody's there's no excuses but well we got a lot of injuries and i was so happy tonight with our sophomore guys you know we lost a 22 21 two weeks ago had a 14 right. to 13 fourth quarter last week and we thought we ran out of gas you know we had too many guys playing both hmm. ways mm-hmm. we had too many guys playing both ways that so we really elevated some sophomores tonight and i'm telling you it was we had a jordan palmer uh pick six sophomore interception we had a fake punt dane coons our backup punter who's a sophomore ran the ball in on a fake punt um we had sophomore tight end peyton williams catch four big balls tonight um, again, just a whole bunch of Jacob Clemmy at, at, at corner. Uh, we just had a bunch of sophomores that played early on in the game and gave our seniors right. a chance to not have to play 120 plays when you're really thin. So we kind of changed our approach a little bit and let some of our younger guys uh, play early on in the game. And uh, it really set, set, it really saved us for the fourth quarter um, where we were good. Our, our, uh, our kids played great tonight. They really did. It was a three-phase win. Sounds to me like uh, coaching staff coached a little bit too. I mean, let's give everybody credit. That's yeah, that's, no, it's, it's great. Right. Yeah, I, no, I, it's I, one of those. Yeah. Well, Zach Rudolph, our special teams coordinator, our special teams kids played great. I mean, we were like I said, we're really undermanned. We really played a lot, a lot, a lot of sophomores, and we had right. a freshman long snapper. Our long snappers out for the year. We had a freshman long snap, so we really played some younger guys. And I thought our seniors did a nice job of 
of, you know, again, coaching their replacement. You know, culture is how your behavior makes everybody feel. And I thought our young kids really had a lot of confidence. They had a lot of confidence because our seniors that are injured helped get them ready along with the coaches. Right. uh, Right. Like I said, Don Preston, our defense coordinator, did a wonderful job. Uh, Like I said, our quarterback, Ollie Taylor, played. You know, he's a junior. He's a first-year starter. And uh, this was by far his best decision-making game, whether it was in the run game or in the pass game. He uh, really did a nice job. We threw the ball um, very well tonight. And uh, like I said, I thought thought it was, like I said, it was probably our most complete game of the year. And I think part of it is we played more kids. We had more guys in the game. Mm Mm-hmm. Martinsville and uh, Whiteland square off tonight. Whiteland wins this one 34-23. Darren Fisher, thank you so much for the call. Good luck next time out. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Ben Davis and Lawrence North tonight. Ben Davis wins this one 62-14. John Eric joins me. Hello, John. Bob, I think I saw something tonight I've never seen. I've never seen a team score 55 points and a half. Uh, that's what Ben mm. Davis did before we got to running clock. <laughs> so uh, that's a whole lot of that's a whole lot of points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, their quarterback tonight, Bob, for Ben Davis was sensational. Thomas Gotkowski, four touchdown passes, two more touchdown runs. Lawrence North played two quarterbacks. The the starter threw three interceptions. The backup threw two interceptions. Uh, ben Davis just controlled this game from the outset points before Lawrence North finally scored. So, Lawrence North is a bad team. They're ranked 13th in 6A for a reason, but you knew their muscles all night. Well, you know, this is a game where you have, as you mentioned, uh, Lawrence North ranked, Ben Davis ranked number two. So, you're kind of surprised at the point spread in a game like this. Yeah, it's really just uncharacteristic mistakes a little bit on the part of Lawrence North. You didn't expect to see that many turnovers, but um, it was high energy. You got a lot of quickness on both sides. Uh-huh. Uh, Xavion Moore was able to flash a little bit, the, the, the talented freshman running back for Lawrence North. But um, when you build a 28 nothing lead, you're not going to be running the ball very much when you're down 28 points. So right. he didn't right. get a chance to showcase as much what he could do because the Ben Davis defense was – uh, just all over the place tonight. Every every time it seemed like Lawrence North to make a run, Ben Davis just had a response every time. John Herrick, you're going to hear him tomorrow on many of these stations with the IU matchup. Um, it's a good good thing that you have him tonight, and you'll catch him hopefully tomorrow night if he has a little time after they beat Akron. John, thank you so much. Be safe. Hopefully we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks a lot, Bob. Love the confidence. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. We have more high school football to talk about coming up. Coming up after the scoreboard update or before the scoreboard update, talk about the uh, Bex player with a heart. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers. Down to 4A here for this 10-15 update. Number 13, Northridge, 14-7 winners over Wallasey. Pendleton Heights pulls off the upset over Mount Vernon, 24-10. 49-15, East Noble takes it over Norwell. Columbia City falls to New Haven, 21-7. Linton Stockton, big winners over Western, 49-14. A shootout at Logansport, 42-41. Logansport gets the win over Marion. Elkhart, 26-17 winners over South Bend St. Joe. 
Number one, East Central in 4A, dominating performance over South Dearborn, 51-0. And as mentioned earlier, 34-23, Whiteland gets the win over Martinsville. Down in Class 3A, Princeton falls to North Knox, 45-14. East Central over South Dearborn, 51 to nothing. Fairfield, 28-12 winners over Angola. Glenn wins it over Bremen, 42 to nothing. Charlestown all over Scottsburg, 65 to 7. Batesville, three point winners over Lawrenceburg in a good one, 26 23. West Noble, 34, Garrett, 15, the final. Lakewind, 49 6 winners over Central Noble. And coach, how about this? Not in Class 3A, but for Decatur Central, they get a three point win tonight on a school record 49 yard field goal from Ashton Vogel. More scores to come here throughout the night as they file in. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Ryan Soule. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hey fam, I'm asking for your support. Help us raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus on helping their child live. By pledging just $19 a month, you're helping St. Jude give every child with cancer a chance. Help St. Jude save lives. Call 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 and become a partner in hope today. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football tonight, Danville, 42-21 winners over South Montgomery. From the ISC Sports Network, our good friend Kurt Darling. Hello, Kurt. Hey there, Coach. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great now that you called me. Uh, Warriors with a very impressive win tonight over uh, South Montgomery. Or Southmont, excuse me. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big win. Yes, it's South Montgomery County, yes, but South Mont definitely. But, uh, right. And, uh, Coach, um, right. I kind of want to go off of a point that uh, my coworker John Herrick had before the break about how he saw something for the first time he's never seen before. <laughs> well, I had the, a, a similar situation tonight with this game. I've seen a team commit two muffed punts that turned into turnovers and still win a football mm-hmm. game. That happened to Danville wow. tonight. So this was not the start that Danville wanted to this football game. They were down 14-12 to 12 at halftime. They committed three turnovers in the first wow. half, and they gave up 169 rushing yards to Southmont. But still, Danville relied on one player, and that was the player by the name of Carter Ward. He is a freshman quarterback thrust into the starting quarterback position these last two games because the senior ahead of him, Connor Soper, injured his non-throwing hand and is likely out for most of the rest of the regular Mm. season. So Ward Mm. comes in tonight. He puts up 14 of 23, 268 yards, four touchdown passes, and an interception to lead the Warriors back to a big victory, 42-21 to tonight. He had a heck of a ball game. He hit Jay Scrafton twice, but also Hayden Collins had one of the best one-handed grabs I've ever seen. 
end this game tonight on a big touchdown pass as well. But Danville, they scored at 24 unanswered points at one point going through the second half to hold Southmont uh, to only one score in the second half. So this was a big win tonight for Jamie Comer's squad, who now move into second place outright in the Sagamore Conference standings. You know, as a playing field, uh, graduate, it, it's hard uh, to, uh, you know, say Danville. I do. I think Jamie's a tremendous coach. But they're playing awfully, awfully well, are they not? They're getting better and better right now. Yes, they are. In fact, uh, they were 3-2 and two coming into the night. Southmont was 4-1. and one. They had won two in a row. But Danville's right, coming, was right. coming off of a 21 to nothing loss to Tri-West just a week ago. And that gave Tri-West the outright lead in the Sagamore Conference. Of course, they beat Lebanon tonight, so they keep that lead. But Danville, with this win tonight, they kind of shrug that off, and they have a lot of good momentum going into Frankfurt next mm-hmm. week. And then um, as for Southmont, they have a tough stretch for the last three weeks. They have Weaver. Lebanon and Tri-West, three of the top yeah. four teams in the, in the conference. So it's going to be challenging for them. But uh, Danville, they're rolling tonight. They're go- they rolled tonight, and uh, they're going to be right in it for the Sagamore Conference Championship if Tri-West is able to slip up later on in the year. From the ISC Sports Network, Kurt Darling on the call of Danville's 42-21 win over Southmont. Kurt, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Coach. Have a good night. Thank you. South Putnam rolls along. Uh, another big win. They're number six in single A. Tonight, they beat uh, West Vigo 63-30. Chuck Searle joins me. Coach, congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Hey, thanks, Coach. Uh, you know, it's kind of going along with what those guys said. We were up we were up uh, 56 to nothing at halftime, so it's um, – you know, when when your quarterback has five throwing touchdowns and another running touchdown before the half, it's you know you're in pretty good shape. <laughs> so you know, I mean, obviously, I don't get a chance to see games, but it, right. it sounds to me like this is an offense. So you spread people out, you take advantage of uh, opportunities, and you you try to um, you know if defense gives you something you try to take advantage of it and when you have an offense like this the, the trigger man's the key and you got a good one we got a good he's a he's a really good junior i'd say you know behind the lutheran quarterback he's probably one of the probably the second best quarterback in 1a and maybe one of the best in 1a 2a 3a you know behind that lutheran quarterback but um you know he is and we can when we need to throw the ball he can throw the ball and we need to run the ball he's a dual threat i mean he's he's about 500 rushing yards right now and he's about 1300 passing yards and we're a team that had you know going in we was uh, you know a thousand yards passing and 900 yards rushing so i mean that's that's a pretty Mm -hmm. balanced attack so if you're not if you're not covering us up we're gonna throw the ball and if you unload the box we were able to run the ball so i mean that our offensive line and and you know and and we'll talk about the defense here but offensive line just does a really good job of protecting him i think we've been sacked twice this year so that's pretty good when you're getting four five yeah week six now (laughs) it's flying all around so now i also want to go my 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 kicker uh broke the all-time south putnam record for extra points tonight so wyatt kendall wow you know and south putnam's got a lot of history of uh, scoring a lot of points right and and, you know he's he's been a four-year starter for us and kick a four-year kicker for us and that's awesome for him and on week six he's gonna set he's gonna set the record pretty good so (laughs) 
Sometimes when you score as many points as you do, uh, your defense kind of gets ignored in terms of their contributions. You beat a team by 33 points tonight, so defensively you had to play well. It was actually 63 to nothing. We shut them out tonight. Um, Sorry. Okay. um, No, no, our our interior six, we made some move at linebacker. Um, We got three, Aiden Beatles. um, He's an all-state linebacker. He was on the cover of the gridiron. He he had about 25 tackles again tonight. And it's just kind of a game he's going to get when they run run their flex bone dive. And um, he's the fullback. And, you know, he's up there in that 20 tackles a game. And he got it again tonight. And, um, but our interior six tackled the dive all night, and we didn't let them outside. Keenan Myers Shields had about 15 tackles, and the other linebacker, um, Zach Dorsett, had about 10 tackles. So, you know, when our interior six can stop them, we held them the negative 22 yards rushing. When we hold teams of that, it's it's going to be tough to beat us. <laughs> South Putnam tonight, 63 nothing over West Vigo. South Putnam number six in single A. Chuck Sorrell, congrats again. Thank you so much for the call, and good luck next Friday. Thank thank you. Go Eagles. Thank you. Parker Webster joins me from WRBI. He has the call of East Central's 51-0 win uh, tonight. Uh, East Central ranked number one with a very uh, big win over South Dearborn. Parker, thanks for the call. Another impressive win for East Central tonight. Absolutely, Bob. Just now, uh, of course, uh, first week on the new job, at least, you know, usually I've uh, been sitting in that right. chair producing a chat with you a little bit. So uh, <laughs> nice to see a big win and a little bit of an easier night and a fun one, too, especially for Josh Ringer. I mean, if you're if that's your name and that's your guy tonight, five rushing touchdowns. They put up 48 points in the first half, kicked three points in the second half and called it a night. Sounds like a night's work. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like it's doing well. You know, this is an impressive uh, East Central team that uh, just it is ranked number one, won the championship a year ago. This is a difficult team to play. Indeed. I mean, they, you know, last week at Batesville, uh, then they were over in their place, beat them 42 to nothing. They continue to make sure that in the second half they don't spend much time at least left on the gridiron and they're going to be saving a lot of bodies for sectionals now looking over the halfway mark of the uh, overall football season they're doing business and they're getting it done swiftly as possible next week they've got connorsville and greensburg following that for at least their lineup and greensburg was a team even as well that south dearborn coming into the game had beat 74 to nothing last friday and had mm-hmm. no win left and no match against the impressive D-line and the problems that the Trojans caused all night. And they did business swift and quick on offense, starting off tonight with a Ryan Brotherton 94-yard rushing touchdown on the first play from scrimmage. From WRBI, Parker Webster, I am so happy for you. How was the first week on the job? Everything good? Yeah, I get, you know, again, just working in, learning at least uh, as much as I can on the town, the history, and just continue to be a student as I can every single day to try and learn more, be up to date with everything, and loving every bit of, again, getting back to calling play-by-play and enjoying it right. all. You know I'm proud of you. You know I'm happy for you. Call me every night, okay? Call me every Friday so I can stay in touch. Parker, thanks for the call. Absolutely. Have a great night, Bob. You too. Thank you. Like a proud father. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's it's all good. We're back on Indiana Sports Talk.
Down in 2A tonight, a full slate of high school football. Southridge 47-14 winners over Tell City. North Knox gets the win by 31-45-14 over Princeton. Winchester Community over Tri 35-6. Churubusco all over Fremont 46-3. Mississinua over Alexandria Monroe 33-21. Andrean, 14-0 over Highland. That game's still in the third quarter. Hagerstown over Shenandoah late in the fourth, 27-9. Linton Stockton, 49-14 over Weston. Springs Valley puts up 68 in a win over Crawford County, 68-7. Heritage Christian gets the win over Covenant Christian, 28-24. In the fourth quarter, Delphi Community over Clinton Prairie, 33-30. 42-19, Northwestern's winner over Tipton. Down in Class 1A this evening, Makakanawa, 41, North Miami, nothing. Adams Central, 48, South Adams, 0. Union City shutting out Union County, 42 to nothing. Seeger, winners over Fountain Central, 47-42. West Washington, 33, North Davies, 12. Number 18, Triton, 20 to 16, winners over Pioneer. And Winchester Community, 35, try 6. Quick update on college football. No, or excuse me, Purdue falls to Wisconsin here on this Friday night, 38 to 17. The Boilermakers fall to 0-1 in the Big Ten, 1-3 overall. They still have not won at Ross Aid Stadium. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Ryan Soule. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. When St. Jude opened in 1962, childhood cancer was considered incurable. Since then, St. Jude has helped push the overall survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. St. Jude won't stop until no child dies from cancer. Join me today in supporting St. Jude by calling 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 to become a partner in hope. Your gift to St. Jude could last a lifetime. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I'm glad you're with us, and I hope you're going to be with Paul Condry and me on October the 8th for the pairing show. I know that sounds crazy, but um, we're going to be doing that very, very, very soon. So we're hopeful that you'll be with us for that. High school football tonight. Cathedral, number six in 6A, 28-19 winners over Lexington. Frederick Douglas, Coach Bill Peebles joins me. Coach, thank you so much for the call, and congratulations on the win tonight. Thanks, Bob. Really appreciate it. It's a really good win for, for the program tonight. Uh, it's not a not a short road trip either. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm in a I'm in, I'm in a, in a dark car right now, riding home, talking to you, looking at our stats. So uh, we got about uh, three more hours here on the road. Well, you know what? One of these days, uh, I'll explain to you, uh, a phone call like this, even though I've done this show for 30 years, 
um, this still means the world to me that somebody like you uh, on a big night and winning the game, you know, I spent 30 years coaching a different sport. Uh, and I understand what it's like to be on a three-hour road trip and all that stuff, and to take the time and call me and talk about your team means more than you will ever, ever know. Trust me. But congratulations. Let's talk about yeah. But it's a big yeah. win. It's a good win. Uh, you guys have, have they've been you've been weathering the storm now. That's one way to put it. You, you've been fighting through all the issues that you might have in terms of scheduling and travel and injuries and all that. But your kids are still battling and, and playing good football. They are, and, and we're getting better. And it, it's been a, a weird, weird year. You know, we've had three games where it's been 35 plus at halftime and running clock in the second half. And we've had two games where we've been ahead at second quarter or ahead at halftime end up losing. Mm-hmm. So tonight was the first night, you know, these guys were the defending state champions in Kentucky. Um, and this is the first night where we put a four-quarter game together where we had to play throughout and uh, and our guys answered the bell. And for the, you know, we, we've had a couple instances this year where we didn't. We had a terrible third quarter against Brownsburg, terrible second half against Chittard. Mm-hmm. And uh, tonight we finally put one together and we played well for four quarters, weathered, weathered the bell, you know, had some adversity and overcame it. And uh, so it was a great step forward for us. All right, so you know the drill here. Tell me who plays well for you. Sure. I th- offensively, um, we, we ran the ball really well. Offensive line was excellent. Again, it's really stout, uh, talented defense uh, with Frederick Douglass. Uh, Jalen Bonds had 23 carries for 115 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Danny O'Neill did what Danny does. He, he was, <laughs> you know, he had, he had a 61 yards rushing for a touchdown and. And uh, you know, fifteen to twenty-two for another, and then defensively played great. Um, we, we stuffed the run really well all night. Uh, Twenty carries for fifty-four yards uh, for the game for uh, for Frederick Douglass and and Aiden Hughes was our leading tack- leading tackle with ten tackles and, and uh, three tackles for loss. So a good all all-around performance, all three phases, and uh, really proud of our kids. You should be. Cathedral on the road, 28-19 winners over Lexington, Frederick Douglass, Cathedral number 6 and 6A. Coach Peebles, thanks for the call. Be safe. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Thank you. Brad Huber from IndianaHighSchoolSports.com on the call of Franklin Central's 28-27 win over Noblesville. You had a pretty good ball game tonight, Brad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we did. It was a fantastic football game. And one of those where Noblesville would score and then Franklin Central would score. Noblesville would score. Franklin, so it went back and forth. Franklin Central did not lead that game until overtime when they scored first to go up 28-21. to 21 And Noblesville uh, scored a touchdown in overtime and went 4-2 and uh, got stopped short. Hmm. So who, st- uh, who stacked up the uh, two-point conversion? Well, who, get, who gets credit for the stop? I'll be honest. I was down on the field getting ready to do interviews, so I'm not exactly sure right. who got the stop. I know Logan Schaffner, the all-time leading rusher in Noblesville football history, was the one they gave it to, and uh, he didn't quite get in. But uh, I was just going to give credit to the whole uh, defensive line right. for right. Franklin Central to stop uh, Logan Schaffner on – you know, they decided to go for two to try to win it and ruin Franklin Central's homecoming and uh, instead of, you know, doing the PAT and going to a second overtime. So give Noblesville credit for that decision. It's kind of a, a fun game, you know, back and forth as it is. Gets down to overtime. Uh, 
a tremendous win. So who does who do these teams play next week? Next week, Noblesville. They will head to Hamilton Southeastern to stay in the Hoosier Crossroads Conference. Franklin Central. They will head to Fishers, so they'll head up to the mm-hmm. Fishers area. But mm-hmm. interesting that both of these teams have long streaks of not having above 500 seasons. Noblesville hasn't been above 500 since 2001. Franklin Central's only had one winning season since 2007. And so Franklin Central now just one went away from accomplishing that and right. sort of breaking that streak. That's an impressive run. And both teams are playing good football, so that's why I think it was such a compelling game. Brad Huber from IndianaHighSchoolSports.com on the call of Franklin Central's 28-27 overtime win over Noblesville tonight. Brad, thanks as always. Be safe. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network joins me. He has the pin 41-13 win over Mishawaka Marion tonight. Tanner, thanks so much for the call. Pin with an impressive win over a pretty good Marion team. Yeah, Coach, and Marion, unfortunately, for the second straight week, was out there our number one quarterback in Bryce Lestane, a little banged up, so not able to play, and uh, and Penn took advantage of that. I tell you what, when you have to go against a Corey Yeoman group, you better be ready and then give props yeah. to 6A versus a 3A, and this Penn group, I tell you what, led up front by uh, Indiana Football Digest primetime 25 kid in Auden Jones. I tell you what, 6'3", 335, and he is a stud athlete that works up front is in that center spot uh, for Coach Yeoman's squad. And uh, this was one where Penn scored and they scored early. It was 19-0 by the end of the first quarter thanks to a Dominic Bonner pick six for 20 yards to put the Kingsmen up and then uh, McCullough, or Dylan McCullough, or check that, Nolan McCullough, the 6'3", 198-pound senior quarterback, uh, found Kellen Watson, his main target for the next two scores, uh, one for 22 yards and the other for 29 to put the Kingsmen up 19-0, 19-0, as I mentioned, at the end of the first quarter. And then once uh, the Kingston found the opening, they did not stop whatsoever. And uh, this Penn team has been really impressive. And if props to Mary, they tried their best. They had a couple players that were also injured. Uh, Leopino Sete won our player of the game for the Marion side. Uh, the senior uh, finished with some solid numbers. Uh, but by the end of the day, it's just the Penn team's been established their dominance, as we've seen. And uh, so they're now they're, – their last couple games prior to Mary, they – shut out Elkhart, and then they shut out Morton. And in this case, they gave up 13 to Marion. But uh, in the end, Coach Yeoman's group getting the job done, trying to win another NIC uh, championship. Well, they are playing much better. I mean, is, is there a reason, a specific reason why they're playing better? You know, Coach, I think part of it is that great non-conference schedule that Coach Yeoman has. Right. That's what you do. Right. If you want to be able to make those uh, deep championship runs, you have to play good non-conference uh, competition. And here's the example. Penn opens up with a nice uh, – 17-point victory at Valparaiso, who, of course, won the 5A state title. Then in the backyard brawl, they host Mishawaka and get the 28-7 win for Coach Yeoman's 200th victory. Then, of course, they travel to Indianapolis Cathedral, and they lose 35-6. to But you've got to play those tight non-conference teams to get right. yourself ready. And Corey Yeoman, he has never shied away from that. He's aware. They're in a tough sectional with schools like Warsaw and Carroll and Elkhart, and you got to be ready for it. So I think that the big part of it is it's going to come down to the offensive line up front. And like I said, keep an eye on Auden Jones. He is a really physical guy uh, on the cover of the Indiana football guy, just prime time 25. And, and tonight really showed that he is assertive, he is physical, and got to play well in that center spot. And he is certainly a player to keep an eye on for the Kingsman for the rest of the season. 
Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network and the Indiana Football Digest on the call of Penn's 41-13 win over Mishawaka Marion. Tanner, thanks for taking time to call me. Have a great night. Thank you so much, Coach. Looking forward to the pairing show with Paul Condry on October 8th. Always one of the greatest times as we get ready for another great postseason uh, run. Thanks so much. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Tanner. Have a great week. Yes, Paul Condry and I will be uh, together again. 17th year we've done this. be the pairing show coming up on October the 8th from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Scoreboard update coming up with Ryan Soule. We're back talking high school football on Indiana Sports. High school football number two, Ben Davis, 62-14 winners over Lawrence North. Bloomington North, 49-14 winners over New Albany. Westfield falls to Brownsburg, 37-7. Covington over Park Heritage, 15-6. East Noble, 49-15 winners over Norwell. Eastside gets the win over Prairie Heights. 49 to 13. Fishers in an HCC battle against Avon. 21-13, the final score there in favor of the Tigers. Hamilton Southeastern gets the win over Zinesville, 34-24. Harrison West Lafayette all over Jeff tonight, 32-13. Jasper, 41-13 winners over Evansville Central. Lakeland over Central Noble, 49-6. Belmont shut out by Leo, 40 to nothing. Linton Stockton picks up the victory over Western, 49-14. Kokomo falls to McCutcheon, 10-6. Mishawaka over Warsaw, 34-11. New Haven beats Columbia City, 21-7. New Pal squeaks by Greenfield Central, 21-14. While North Vermillion shuts out Attica, 46 to nothing. Park Tudor winners over Fort Wayne Blackhawks, 62-7. Mishawaka Marion falls to Penn, 41-13. Brownstown Central falls to Seymour, 41-20. South Putnam pitches a shutout over West Vigo, 63-0 the final there. Sullivan, 27. Owen Valley, 7. Edinburgh falls to Switzerland County, 19-6. More scores throughout the hour. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Ryan Soule. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network High School Football tonight. Washington beats Pike Central 41 to 13 from the ISC Sports Network. The best at what he does, the ubiquitous Greg Rakestraw. Road trip, pretty fun road trip for you and your guys. Uh, and uh, the Hatches with an impressive win tonight. It was, and, and it was cool for, for Jan Bozier and I. You know, we get kind of spoiled getting to see primarily 6A football in central Indiana. Uh, Joe Morris, the head coach in here, is a good friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. Uh, and, and we had kind of talked about this idea for a couple of years, that whenever they were going to redo Hatchet Hollow, that at some point that season we would bring the ISC Sports Network cameras with us. Mm-hmm. And so tonight was the official rededication of this uh, of this stadium uh, that really, you know, it had some minor improvements, but largely had had not had much in the way of major improvements since it was first built mm-hmm. in the late 30s. So it's new stands, new press box, they're working on new locker room, new turf, new track, new everything. Uh, and, and the Hatchets won tonight, got down early 7 nothing. immediately had a kickoff return touchdown to bring it back to a 7-6 game, scored in the final play of the first half to make it 26-7, to but I think the biggest story of the football game is that there was 
a standing room only crowd of more than two thousand people <laughs> that were at Hatchet, they were Hatchet Hollow to watch that game and saw the Hatchets claim a rivalry victory. I think it's cool, to be honest. And I, I, similarly, uh, I applaud you and the ISC Network for uh, making the trip. Um, that's I'm, I'm sure they were all very appreciative. But uh, listen, that's that's a great thing that you guys did tonight, and I congratulate you on it. Well, I appreciate that. And again, obviously, you know, we get to cover a lot of things in the Indianapolis area. Uh, you know, we we kind of have our our, our hands in, in the uh, Clinton right. County area. Greencastle, Putnam County, Hendricks County, Hancock County, et cetera. But obviously we're looking to expand the brand. But, again, that is also something, right. too, that while I have called Indianapolis home now for the last 30 years, you know, I'm a Southern Indiana guy at heart. Um, and as <laughs> right. part, part of what I get to do with you in terms of the Champions Network and things like that, and obviously the origins of this show, and that is if, if you're from the state of Indiana, we care about you, you know, and, and we want to tell your story. So, I appreciate you saying that, and uh, I'm about to hit up old I-69 and and jet my way back to Indianapolis as we speak. <laughs> well, uh, we we know that road quite well. So let's brag on some of these kids who plays well uh, for the Hatchets in the big win. Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, Joe Morris is so excited about the future of this team, and it's not just because of the new facility that he has, but because it is a team that is largely comprised but sophomores and juniors. Uh, the Stowers kid that is the quarterback is also a solid basketball player. You know his grandfather, Gene Miller, uh, as the head coach yep. of the Hatchet program. He had uh, yep. a passing touchdown tonight. Really, it, it, it was the rushing game. Um, Zambion Leisure is just a sophomore. Uh, he had two rushing touchdowns in the night's game. He went over 100 yards passing, 100 yards rushing, I should say. There's a young man named Colton Murphy that, that got some carries as a running back but primarily makes his name as a linebacker. Bob, he had 79 tackles in the first five weeks of the season. He Yikes. may have had 21 <laughs> to get him to 100 after six weeks. Oh, uh, there's, oh my. There's three, of that, there's three of that kid because he is everywhere on the field for Washington. Wow. Um, again, they, they've got some key seniors, but, but their numbers are up, and I really think there's, there's a bright future ahead because it's a talented sophomore and junior class that are playing for the Hatchets right now. Greg Rigstraw will be with us tomorrow after his road trip. We'll be talking about the Colts and other things with him. From the ISC Sports Network, once again, congratulations to you guys for going to Washington to the Hatchet Hollow and doing the Washington win over Pike Central 41-13 tonight. Be safe. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Coming up, Andrew Smith from the New Pal Radio Network. This is one of the better games in the state, New Palestine and Greenfield Central. We'll talk about that after this short break on Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. When St. Jude opened in 1962, childhood cancer was considered incurable. 
Since then, St. Jude has helped push the overall survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. St. Jude won't stop until no child dies from cancer. Join me today in supporting St. Jude by calling 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 to become a partner in hope. Your gift to St. Jude could last a lifetime. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I told you, one of the best games around tonight, Greenfield Central and New Palestine, number five and number six in 4A. Um, New Pal wins this one tonight in impressive fashion. Uh, 21-14 with me from the New Pal radio network, Andrew Smith. Andrew, this is a great game. The billing, I think it lived up to the billing, did it not? Yeah, it more than lived up to the billing. It was a tremendous football game. It was a packed house, standing room only crowd between two rivals. And Greenfield Central has not beaten New Palestine since 2010. This is a game they had circled on the calendar for a long time. And you can feel the energy, and then uh, New Palestine kind of popped the balloon on the first play of the game as Ty Mitchell caught a 65-yard touchdown pass from Gavin Neal. Coach Ralph that dialed up a... Uh, a deep ball, and New Pal hit it. And then a Kate Jacoby, an interception in the end zone, stuffed out Greenfield Central's first drive, and New Pal put it in the end zone after a long drive after that. But Greenfield Central's option attack had been moving the ball, and uh, Peyton Foley scored right before halftime, and then the Cougars took the ball in the second half. With 15 plays, 78 yards, Peyton Foley tied the game early in the second half, and then from there, it was really just big boy football. Newfound had a field goal blocked on his next drive, and Greenfield Central felt like, hey, this is an opportunity now to take the game, put it away. They drove to midfield on third and one. Uh, Josh Raines blew up a play and uh, forced a loss, and Greenfield Central had another negative play on fourth down as the Dragons throw 58 yards in 11 plays, took five minutes off the clock, Grayson Thomas scores to put the Dragons up, and then uh, Newfound got a couple of defensive stops late to uh, seal the victory, but uh, Grayson Thomas tonight, first player in Newfound history to rush for 1,000 yards in four consecutive seasons, also broke the 5,000-yard mark for his career tonight. He had a 175 yards and a pair of touchdowns, number 70 and 71 for him on his career. Greenfield Central squirt it around a lot tonight. Peyton Foley had 81 yards rushing. And Jacob Hinton also a really nice game, 66 yards, and really carried the mail on that drive and tied the game early in the third quarter. So a tremendous football game between two teams that will probably see each other again here in about four or five weeks. Newball went to 21-14 on the Greenfield Central. Perfect. Tyson Moore from Seymour joins us. Thank you, Andrew Smith. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Tyson Moore is going to. We're going to catch him uh, after uh, at the top of the hour, after the eleven o'clock hour. So, make sure again to join us. Two things: join us tomorrow night for our Saturday night version of Indiana Sports Talk. College football, lots of college football to talk about tomorrow on the show, and also Paul Condry and I will be together again uh, on the eighth of October for the pairing show. So, keep that in mind. Uh, we appreciate you joining us tonight. Much more to come. we got another hour, week number six. Much more football to come. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with Ryan Soule. This is Indiana Sports Talk.